and welcome back to another episode of the Tea with Tina podcast. And today I am going to be talking about an all or nothing mindset in fitness. It is a rather great debate um, that I see daily. I've been on both ends of the spectrum and I'm going to kind of share with you where I lie on that little mini life update just a minute or two this weekend we did go to the opening weekend for the mahoning drive-in and we saw the wizard of oz and willy wonka so that was fun it was a little chilly at night but it's nice to have a little bit of warmer weather and next week i am doing a plant crawl which is going to be amazing um side note my cat binks peed in one of my favorite plants and I was wondering why it was dying because I was doing everything perfect for it and it turns out he's been peeing in it um he's bit up shredded and eaten quite a few of mine so I'm learning what plants work and what ones don't for him so that's gonna be fun fun times life of a plant parent and a cat parent right (sighs) so yeah anyways without further ado we'll hop right into the episode all right guys so we're gonna jump right into the all or nothing mindset particularly in the fitness space the reason i'm talking about this recently is last week I did make a post about the 75 hard challenge or 75 day hard challenge, however you pronounce it, and it ruffled some feathers. I pretty much made a post about this challenge saying that it is pretty unhealthy for the average person to do considering it is a very popular kind of like TikTok trend right now. Um, And not just anybody can jump into this challenge and if they fail, a lot of people I feel like would feel like they're a failure for not accomplishing the challenge. I'm not getting into a ton of details with it, but as far as the challenge goes, off the top of my head, these are the things you have to do every day for 75 days. And if you mess up one thing, you have to completely restart the challenge. You have to work out twice a day for 45 minutes. One of them must be outside, like regardless of weather conditions or anything. Um, You have to take a progress photo every day. You have to read 10 pages of a nonfiction book every day. You have to take a cold shower for five minutes every day. You have to go on a diet. It just says diet. Pretty much no alcohol and no cheat meals is all the guidelines it gives. Um, I'm thinking if I forgot anything. I don't think so off the top of my head. But those were some of the main things that you have to follow for the 75 days. Pretty much people were getting a little hot-headed about it. Claiming that they have done the challenge and it's made them better. In the long run, it was the greatest thing that they ever have done. Um, And people were claiming that I was making excuses for people. Oh, oh, I remember the other one. It's drink four liters of water every day. Um, And people were making, saying like, oh, well, you're making excuses for every single thing. That's the point. It's a mental toughness challenge. Well, my argument for that is example. um, Let's say four liters of water. If you're maybe like four foot 11 or something and you try to chug four liters of water from drinking maybe a bottle or two a day. You could potentially overhydrate your system, flood your body, you can end up in the hospital, or you can end up with negative side effects. Um, so that's dangerous going into it. The same thing with you have to get outside. One girl did comment that she ran outside in like negative 18 degree weather and she felt 
great for doing that. And I mean, good for her. <laughs> I'm going to get into that in a little bit. But not everybody's going to do that. And it could be potentially dangerous. In either extreme, whether you're trying to run outside when there's a severe storm warning, you're running outside when it's over 100 degrees outside, um, you're running outside when it's, you know, five degrees outside. There's always some sort of risk factor there, and I don't think it's for everyone. Um, I get the concept of doing things outside of your comfort zone, and you're trying to make yourself stronger and better by doing things you haven't done before, which I like that, which I mentioned in my post, but these guidelines, they may be a tad too specific, and I think they appeal to a certain audience. That's really what this podcast episode is kind of based around because it really got me thinking because I do think about this on a day-to-day basis is in the fitness world we have pretty much two ends of the spectrum because everything in the world humans like to think of things as black and white. There's no gray area but that is where most of us fall in the gray area. So on this black and white spectrum we have On one end, we have the hardcore, you know, gym rats, junkies, they're balls to the wall. They give 110%. They're the people that like throw up, they keep going. They're not, nothing against CrossFit people because it's not everybody, but I'm just saying like they're the extreme CrossFit people. Um, They always have to do everything 110%, even like, I don't know, if they have an injury, they'll continue to work through that injury even though they should rest it. If they're sick, they'll work through the sickness. They'll pass out and they'll keep doing, like doing whatever and they're like yes that's great push your limits they're kind of adrenaline junkies um and I mean I think you probably know what culture I'm talking about not saying it's bad but I I believe there are certain people that fit into that category on the other end of the spectrum we have more of this like self-care self-love revolution which again I'm all for too within moderation um They might be the people that say stretch, do yoga, try not to push yourself too hard, just move your body, do what feels good. If it doesn't feel good, don't do it. If you want the cheesecake, eat the cheesecake, Um, listen to your body. And again, these pieces of advice sound good, but you kind of take that to an extreme as well Um, you know if you ate the cheesecake every single time that you wanted the cheesecake you're probably not going to lose weight you know if you eat what you want and you're not going to put some sort of discipline or try something different same thing with working out if you don't challenge yourself and do things that are a little bit uncomfortable you're probably not going to make progress Um, even just like in a healthy way as well Uh, So that's another extreme. So you have the extremely relaxed people in the health and wellness industry, and then you have the extremely extreme people in the health and wellness industry. So who's right? Where is a good spot to fall on the spectrum? Well, you know, as with everything, again, like I was saying, the gray area, there's a gray area, which you probably fall somewhere in the middle of the spectrum. Um, Pretty much a couple things I have to say about this whole spectrum idea that I'm throwing at you is that every one is different. There are different personality types, genetics, um, your energy, your metabolisms. So I mean like uh, different personality types. For instance, if you take one of those like personality tests, like a real legit psychological personality test, you'll find that some people um, tend to be more energetic and outgoing and others tend to be more reserved and closed off. 
I've trained both types of people. Um, I've tried to get cert like the reserve clothes off people into the cardio and high intensity stuff and they actually hate it and they end up doing worse and lessen their progress someone like me i'm not a big yoga fan i don't see any benefits from it um for my training style my energy levels my goals so it doesn't work for me it'd be a waste of time um, but there's other people out there who love yoga and like they get super flexible they really feel it and they love it and they they stay committed so there's two two types of people there. Genetics, um, based off how you're shaped and what your body can do. I mean, if you're built like a power lifter and you're short and stumpy and you're trying to run, I mean, it's going to be 10 times harder for you and you're probably not going to enjoy it because your body's not built to efficiently run. Not saying that you can't if you're very passionate about it, but I mean, I'm just saying like the long and lean people it might be a little bit harder for them to power lift because things will be a little bit more awkward for them. So they might not gravitate towards that type of working out. Initially, even with eating and dieting, depending on what, um, if you have any diseases or things like a, a slow thyroid, an overactive thyroid or an underactive thyroid, your diet's going to be different. Um, if you have an overactive thyroid, you're not going to be pounding out cardio because your body already burns up all the food and energy that you have so you have to kind of step back and you might focus more on strength training and eating a lot of food and someone on the opposite end of the spectrum is going to do pretty much the total opposite of that so you see what i mean and the same thing with metabolism um we were like i've mentioned before we have heart rate monitors at my work at the gym and i love them but i've seen people that are fit and athletic and they will walk from one end to the gym to the other and their heart rate's already up and they're burning like 200 calories me um i wouldn't say i necessarily have a slow metabolism but i think i'm probably more on the relaxed slower normal side um, I, I keep my resting heart rate unless I'm going into doing like physical activity. So walking around isn't going to like hype me up. If I have anxiety or like I'm I'm on edge, yes, my heart rate's going to be a little bit higher, but like I won't burn those amount of calories because people's bodies are structured differently. Your metabolisms are wired differently. Your lifestyles are different. So everything's going to be different. Okay, so that's one thing to note. Um, another thing is talking about what is hard. What is hard to you? Hard is relative to the individual and their experiences, okay? Um, for instance, I mean, even with a 75-day hard challenge, I, I kind of get why they made things vague so you can adapt it to you. But let's say, like, with the shower and the nonfiction book. If you read, like, a book a day, because, like, Bill Gates, he sits down and he reads a couple books at a time, 10 pages isn't going to be challenging for you, reading 10 pages of nonfiction a day. Or the cold shower, maybe you just, you're an athlete and you take cold showers all the time. That's not going to be challenging for you, so why do it? Okay, so there's that. That is something to think about, but heart is honestly relative. I mean... Depending on your life experiences, it's so easy to say, oh, well, this person's being a, a wuss or a baby because they're complaining about this, and I've been through that, and look at me, I'm fine, and yeah, maybe to some extent, people need to be pulled up by their bootstraps, but 
I mean, it's all relative. It really is, guys. That's why it's important to kind of see where people are coming from because you never know what someone's been through. I mean, maybe they have issues of PTSD or an eating disorder or a traumatic experience in their life and um, they hide it really well and they bundle it up um, so they kind of just seem normal. Or maybe it's the opposite. The person goes through all these struggles and they're very open about it so you're more aware. Um, It's all kind of different. Me, personally, I do like being an open book. I kind of wear my heart on my sleeve. But at the same time, I tend to not show my emotions. I, I... Because for me, personally, I don't feel the need, especially with, like, clients. You know, I see so many people in a day, and yes, I share personal tidbits of my life just to get closer to them and build a relationship. But, for instance, going through my deployment, there was many dark times. But in my head, I'm not going to get someone to feel or see the same way that I'm feeling. So why would I share that and put that on them? So a lot of the times I hit it so everybody just thought I was fine. When in reality, I wasn't. And there's a lot of times that I can't convey my emotions properly to others. And things get misread. And because maybe I'm not like breaking down crying or reacting a certain way people assume that I'm fine and nothing is bothering me but that's it's totally different and I mean even me some days I I was having a chat with one of my uh, friends on Instagram about this when I made this post is a lot of my friends have social anxiety and I think it's very common today in this day and age for one reason or another me sometimes on my bad days going into a grocery store just to like speak with the cashier takes up all my energy i've trained people that have dealt with severe depression and sometimes them getting out of bed just to get a shower is like the biggest accomplishment of the day and i i we can't discredit these people and i think this is when the things start to come up about oh well why are we babying people where is this middle ground and to be honest with you i don't know it really comes down to each individual person and their experience so is there really a right or wrong answer it sucks because us humans like to have concrete answers we want to have a yes or no but the answer is not that simple unfortunately some other things i want you guys to think about this is just me kind of challenging your thoughts um think about how you perceive the all or nothing mindset i'm not really telling you that one way is right and one way is wrong but these are just some thoughts that i've had so where is this individual or yourself at in their life um when you're trying to maybe do a challenge like this or trying to better your fitness maybe have you ever been in a position where so much is going on in your life and you're mentally just not ready maybe you know you could say that these are excuses you know you're not ready you're never going to be ready you just got to do it but maybe you're so overwhelmed that you're simply just trying to survive and get through the day i'm sure you've been in a situation like that there are so many instances but i mean you know if a relative has died someone you're very close to you're going through a hard time at work maybe you're working crazy long hours and you can't even have a like time to take a shower and like eat your food properly or get enough sleep um there are times like this and yes could you force yourself to maybe get some movement in yes but is it going to be like 100 percent all in quality in these people's eyes probably not so doing little stuff like maybe even just taking 
I preach this like a five to 10 minute walk. In my opinion, that's all in for you. If that is like what you need to do and it makes you a better person, it's stepping out of your comfort zone because you're so stressed and you're like, you know what? I'm going to go for this walk because I know it's going to better me. That, that is the mental toughness in my opinion. Now, another thing I touched on is where is your or their mental stability at? And this doesn't mean, you know, you're crazy. But I mean, some of us do struggle with true mental illness or some of us are dealing with maybe symptoms of anxiety or depression. Maybe we're undiagnosed or we're just in a very, like I said before, in a very stressful time in our lives. Um, I have never formally been diagnosed, but I've been to therapy a few times. and I've suffered between depression symptoms, so like a depressive episode and anxiety. Uh, So I can't speak for everyone, but I was in a darker, more unstable place, I would say, a couple of years ago. And I would push myself to extremes because I thought that was right and that was the only way to do things. Um, I was good for a while, you know? I was pushing the workouts. I was eating, you know, diet foods. I was just going, 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 always bettering myself. Even if I didn't want to do it, I did it. And then I burned out. Um, I kind of did a mini burnout and then it got worse. And when you really do burn out, it does take your body a couple weeks to a couple months, even over a year to recover. Um, not saying that you're going to be completely like hospitalized or anything, but you will not enjoy your workouts. You will not have energy. You will feel lethargic no matter what you do. Um, your body is just yelling at you to get rest and stop doing these things to it because you burned it out. So that's kind of what I did over time. I learned because I kept pushing myself because I didn't think I was good enough. I was looking at these people that were like, just go all in, um, keep going, you know, it's weak minded if you don't. And then I ended up in an unhealthy spot. Um, so I, I, I had to nurture myself and baby myself up until the point of where now I can train at a good intensity, but I'm also prioritizing rest. So I get a nice balance in there and I prevent that burnout. Um, on top of all that though, remember I had messed up hormones, which again, you can go back to like my second, not my second, might be my third episode on this podcast about birth control pills. Um, I had an IUD put in, so my hormones were all over the place. I had no control over that. No matter anybody with hormone problems knows that no matter how good you eat, what you do to work out, like they're still going to be there. Um, my husband was deployed and I was just trying to find myself. I mean, I moved out of my house. I was living on my own. Again, this would be one of those instances I was doing so much at once. I was just trying to survive. And sometimes we need that. (laughs) Um, but eventually I did find my way and I gained confidence along the way and it was a wild ride. (laughs) Um, But I certainly couldn't be doing the 75-day hard challenge during a time like that. So, we all aren't just ready to go all in. I think that, again, this is a whole nother realm, but just something I wanted to touch on is I think that there's a touch of privilege in this. Think about the people who might be going all in. Maybe they have a stable job. They have a set schedule. I'm not saying they don't have struggles, but they might have access to quality foods, a gym, they can afford a gym membership, they have um, a nice weather climate to be able to work out outside easily, you know, you're not like 
I don't know, in Russia with all this snow and crazy wind and it's like dangerous to be outside. So you're stuck inside. That's an extreme, but you know what I mean, just to get my point across. I think that's something we forget too, is this could be a whole podcast episode within itself, but think about the accessibility and maybe, you know, the maybe you're helping take care of some sick parents and you're burnt out from caregiver um what is it caregivers something but you know you're being a caregiver so you're burnt out um you never know what's going on in someone's life that they just can't up and do a challenge like this because honestly they're not privileged enough to do it they're not privileged enough to even get like frozen veggies you know they might only have access to certain things and ugh, I remember all of the privilege that I um, was up against even when I was younger because I grew up in kind of a middle class area and I mean obviously my parents provided for me and gave me everything that I needed to some extent but I was on the lower end compared to all of my friends so a lot of the time as a kid I was confused as to why maybe they did certain things so much easier or they had the right connections and my family couldn't like I couldn't go into sports because my parents couldn't afford um to pay the fees to get into it because our school had high like athletic costs and um gear costs and there was all all this money that went into it so I was at a disadvantage there I couldn't I always wanted to do certain sports but I just wasn't allowed because my parents didn't have the money um even my mom my mom wouldn't cook for my dad towards the end of me living there like more throughout high school so I ended I was ended up forced to cook for myself I didn't know how to cook I was completely self-taught um I would eat out a lot with my friends and that's why I did gain the like five to ten pounds even 15 pounds that I did when I was in high school because we went out to eat all the time because it was easy it was convenient I didn't know how to shop for myself or cook um those are very basic things and simple things but that's what I'm saying you know some people might have parents who help them and teach them how to cook from a very young age and they just that's all they know and obviously everybody's in a different position but again it's something to think about something to analyze in your life and think what resources are available to you compared to others what are you able to do what are you not able to do even me ever since I moved out even moved across the state um, I could do certain things. I feel like I'm able to do my business a little bit better now and make um, relationships a little bit differently. And sometimes it's not even a matter of privilege, but it's a matter of growth and where you are in your life. Um, you know, sometimes you're just not ready for that stage. And maybe at 20 years old, your friend is ready to do something, but you're not ready until 30 or 40, you know? Like, they talk about, you know, you hear Oprah, like, how she didn't get started in her career till later in life. Or Morgan Freeman, you think about those people that didn't get started until later in life because they weren't ready. It just wasn't their time. And then you see people like Justin Bieber. I mean, he was, like, what, 13? Found on YouTube, blew up, you know? So it's, it's all relative and all individual. So you don't know. But... I'm not saying one side's right or one side's wrong at all. Here's my thoughts on things. I think all of this is relative. Everything is relative. What's difficult for you is relative. Your goals are relative. Your lifestyle is relative. So, as I always preach, I want you to sit alone with yourself and ask yourself what you want to do with your life.
in this instance, it will be fitness-based. Since this is a fitness-based podcast, um, I want you to think about what your fitness goals are. Where do you see yourself? Do you want to just be a little bit healthier so you can live longer and you just want, you know, a little bit more movement, eat a little bit better so that way you feel a little bit better? Or are you going to be a hobbyist? Are you going to pursue some sort of career in fitness um, or the medical field? You know, see what level you're on and go after it. See where it takes you. And I think the drive for those goals is what's going to force you to get out of your comfort zone. Because if you force yourself to get out of your comfort zone, like, you know, let's say you want a basic healthy lifestyle and you're just looking to maybe walk a little bit more, you know, just try to move a little bit more. And, you know, you go in and you're like, I'm just going to try Olympic lifting. Why though? If you really don't want to do it and you're getting yourself out of your comfort zone, if your main goal is just to maybe move a little bit more, why would you do that? Because it's just going to make you hate it and you're not going to want to do it. So it's kind of counterproductive there. (laughs) Um, My point is you can still be healthy without doing all that crazy stuff. I feel like social media definitely, obviously, glitz and glams a lot of it. And it makes everything look easy. There's a lot of privilege there. Um, We water things down so it's easier to digest, which is a good thing and a bad thing, though. Um, But another thing... Going back to your drive with your goals, aside from fitness, maybe your drive is you need to do a business proposal or ask for a raise at work or go back to school to get your degree or go for an audition. And that is pushing the limits of what you're trying to do. Okay, you don't need to drink four liters of water per day to be considered mentally tough. Maybe, though, you walking up to your boss and saying, hey, I'm worth it. I'm worth more. I'm a female in the workplace and I know my male co-workers are making more money and I want more money. That's just a random thing that I just thought of right now. But you get what I'm saying? That's that's success for you. Maybe like you could give two fucks less about drinking four liters of water and you're well hydrated and healthy. And that makes you feel better than doing that challenge. Okay, and I'm again, I'm not I'm not shit talking the 75 hard day challenge. I think it has a time and a place for certain people. Um, and if that's you and this seems like it'd be something that interests you and will challenge you in a great way, by all means, go ahead and do it. Um, if it challenges you and makes you mentally better, great. But no, it's not for everyone. If you're hesitating and you're doing it and you feel like a failure and you're like, why am I not accomplishing this? And it it gives you maybe like body image issues or you end up with like you know disordered tendencies then it's it might not be for you um so at the end of the day let your passion be your guide and honestly the rest will follow so those are my thoughts my friend thank you for listening today um these were just some thoughts that i had this week on my mind and on my heart from you know just the post and everything and i think it's an important conversation to have and you know this is something that makes us think it's not a black and white answer so people aren't gonna like it you may not even like it either that there's no black and white answer you have to do a little bit of digging and introspection to really see what works best for you. But I promise if you put in the work, it will be worth it in the long run. So think about some of the things I said today. Again, I'm not telling you one thing or another. I'm just trying to get you thinking about the topic in general. 
And, you know, feel free to message me on Instagram. I chat with a lot of people about these things um, privately in DMs a lot of the time. It's cool to hear your guys' insights and everything. So, yeah. And if you did like this podcast, be sure to please leave a review um, and rate it five stars. You can do that through iTunes mainly right now. Um, If you send me a screenshot, I will give you 20% off any of my programs. So, uh, that's a good deal. Anyway, um, yeah. Until next time, guys, I hope you have a great week, and I will talk to you soon. Bye.